Say, do you believe that? Great. Now, today, I'm doing a little switch. But, because this month is going to be a month of evangelism. Amen. God bless you for clapping. You are going to be prosper. It's a month of evangelism. We are going to believe God to bring 1,000 souls for the Lord. Say amen for that. Amen. Amen. How many believe that some people are can have 1,000 souls established in the church? Yes, I believe with you also. So this month, our prayer, our fasting, our eating, our chatting, our whatsapping, everything we do must be geared towards winning the loss and bringing them to the kingdom of God. Say amen for that. And as you partake of being part of the building, the kingdom of God, God will partake in building your life for you. Say amen for that. So today, one of the things that we are going to uh, study as a leader, one of the things we have to study as a leader, which is the last chapter of this book. The last chapter of this book. The title is Constantly Think About the Day of Accountability. Somebody said the day of accountability. Say the day of accountability. That means that there is a day that you are going to account for everything that God has given to you, including all the messages that I've been preaching to you since you joined this church. Every message that I have preached to you God will ask you, what did you do with it? All the things that God has given to you, your strength as a young person, what do you use that strength for? Is it not beautiful when dancing stars were dancing and we're all clapping for them? Is it not beautiful? They are doing something for God. Amen. Bible says that, and David danced with his, all his strength. His strength. And God bless him for that. Amen. You know that at your dancing can bring you a great blessing. Yeah. So, young people, you can dance, you can sing, you can pray, you can fast, you can do evangelism, you can start a fellowship in your house. They are all things towards the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And so, one of the things every leader must do is to constantly, somebody say constantly, constantly think, think, think about the day of judgment, the day of accountability. Hallelujah. Are you here or go home? Nikote, where are you going? Please, sit down. Ushers, make sure nobody goes out. Okay? Nobody goes out. Yes, design, what's the problem? Come. Hallelujah. Are you okay? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Uh, but don't you know when you go to radio station, te television station, they dress them behind the scene before they come to the public and show the thing. You have to learn it. I mean, that's why we are here. You may never know that one day will be an editor in an international television station. So everything in the church, learn it. Okay? Are you there? Great. 
So what I'm saying is that there is a chapter of this book. That's the last chapter. It's called, the title is what? Constantly Think. Constantly Think. Constantly Think. Who's the guy walking around? Ask him to come in. Justice and all those guys walking around. Everybody should come in as I preach. Everybody stands to stop. Okay? All ushers, come inside. All ushers, come inside. Huh? Why not? Okay, quickly. Our time is fast spent. Tell your neighbor constantly think about the day of accountability. That means that there is a day where you are going to account for everything that God has given to you. Your number of days you are going to live on earth. The money that has ever come to your pocket. The message that you have been hearing. The books you have been reading. The Bible scriptures you have been learning. The quiet times that you have been having. You are going to account for that. Amen. So one of the things that make a great leader in anybody is to think that one day I will account for what has been committed to me to do. And it will give you wisdom. Hallelujah. Because you see, as you look at our Ghanaian politics, you can see that you can only be a president for for two, four years. After that, another person will come. And you know, any time there's a change of government, the old one will be called upon to come and account for the money that they were giving to them. You see, but if you know that one day you are going to account for it, you, when any money that comes to you, be careful how to use it. This is not true. But when you know that, oh, my, my party is not going yet, we are, we, we are not going to lose election. Let's blow the money. And for the opposition, they will come to power in the next 20 years. By that time, I have resigned and I'm gone. So, many times, when you see election has been done and then the government in power has lost power. From the time they leave, the election is announced and the time they leave, they start to put things in order. Can you see they begin to sometimes obliterate. You know the word obliterate. Say obliterate. No obliterate come. No obliterate come. Obliterate. Obliterate. Obliterate means that to remove all traces of wrong thing that you have done. Because <laughs> it can be traced. In accounting, we call something audit trail. I'm an auditor. That's my profession. When I come to you, I've spent money, I can catch you. No, it's not prophetic. It's just knowledge. <laughs> I've been trained. That's my training. So when we, we, we can just, as you are talking, we can read a line where the money came from. The process that has passed through. And throughout the process, we can see where some dodge along the way. And we'll catch you. I can easily catch you. You, you, you let me come to office. I'll catch you right now. Yeah. But you see, when they, they, are, they, are, they are about to leave, that is when they begin to put things in order. Because now they know that, Charlie, if you don't put things in order and obliterate certain things, and it becomes exposed, and a new person comes to power, who was your enemy? Because when you were in political power, you were insulting him. Now that he's in power, he's also coming after you. So you see now, at that time of judgment or accountability, then they begin to be conscious of the wrong things they did. Now, now, when you see it in the headlines, don't be excited or disappointed because of the person, but just think about yourself. Because one day, you too, the thing that you have been doing that has not been obliterated, and it takes only the blood of Jesus Christ to obliterate your past mistakes. Otherwise, all the sins that you have done from day one that you were born, it will follow you like this before Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is, is, more, than a, is, a, is more than an auditor. He knows everything from the day you were born 
till the day you die. So, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that will make you a great person that you will never regret in any position that you were given, whether as a pastor, as a manager, as a storekeeper. No, there are many storekeepers. When you put them there, they steal the money. And they try to cover up. They don't, they don't know how to obliterate some of their things that they have done. Many people who steal, they don't know how to. to you, they can, you can, because, you know, accounting has two legs. There's something that can have two legs debits and credits. So you cannot debit something and you cannot credit something. So if you debit and you leave the credit, one of your legs is working like that. That is why you said, ah, I go away, because you can see only one leg. One leg. There's another leg. The second leg is not there. It's supposed to be there, but it's, it's not there. So immediately we will catch you. So those of you who have been stealing, nothing that we have not seen, we have seen. You, that is why Bible says everything shall come before the seat of God. He will see it. You cannot hide anything from God. So learn it. Now one of the things that God is going to do to every one of us is that every one of us will be judged. Amen. Now, in Matthew chapter 3, 13, Jesus spoke a very, very powerful message. And watch, it's Jesus Christ speaking. This one is not Peter, it's not James, it's not John. It's not any of the disciples or any of the apostles. Watch it. Matthew 13, verse 1. 13, verse 1. Matthew 13, verse 1. The same day went Jesus out of his house and sat by the sea. I'm sure Jesus Christ's house was like a community. It's a town. So it's like you can just get out of your room and you sit. There's a, there's a sea around you. So yeah, I mean... I don't know whether the room was hot, so he decided to go out of his room and relax more under the, in the in the beach. I see you enjoying yourself in your beach. Amen. Those of you who don't like refreshing yourself, Jesus Christ is telling that you sometimes you can come to the beach and refresh. Okay, powerful. Isaac, organize a program for us. You have to one day go to beach because Jesus Christ went to beach to refresh. Are you there? But watch it. And when he went to the sea, a great multitude were gathered together unto him. So that he went into the ship and sat down. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Okay? Verse 3. Verse 3. And he spake many things. Now this is where our interest comes in now. I would say he spake many things. He talked about a lot of things. He taught them a lot of things. You know, those of you who are close to me, see that when you, you, you come close to me, see that I teach a lot of things, apart from preaching. After preaching, I'm always talking. I'm always talking. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you are close to me, see that. Whether we are eating or we are playing anything, whether we are chatting, anything we are telling, I'm always talking. I'm always speaking. <laughs> I talk a lot. I talk about so many things, football, politics. But in all of them, you can see Jesus Christ in the politics. You can see Jesus Christ in football. You can see everything I do is, Bible said that, that Jesus will be preeminent in it. Amen. So he said that he taught them many things and he spoke to them in parables. Many things that Jesus Christ taught, he used stories. Because he, it is difficult when you are teaching sick people, heaven, 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 they don't understand what is heaven. So he has to use physical things to explain to them what spiritual things are. You need to understand that we are living in two realms of life. Physical realms and spiritual realms. If you are, if at this time you don't know that there are two realms, then you are not a born again person. Because there are two realms that operate. And the heavenly control the earth. The spiritual realms control the physical realms. That is why somebody can tell you that. Kill him for me. Kill him for you. Were you standing there for him to take a knife? No. He kills you in the realms of the spirits. Before the thing will manifest physically to you. That is why there are many young some women who have come up, many women who have come up today who are not Christian. Some of them even some Christians. They use juju to connect men. So when you sleep with that lady once, you forget about your husband, your wife. But you once she she gets your blood after sex, you are finished. Every morning.
money you have, you bring to her, you leave your wife. Because the spiritual realm controls the physical realm. She will call you midnight. My wife, I have to go. We have to go. Yes, I have a meeting. Meeting where? Before you know, you are on your way to the girl's house. But you are delivered because God is delivering her pain. So I want you to understand that there are two realms. So Jesus Christ started teaching them the spiritual realms, but he knew that the human as they were, they couldn't understand. So he used parables. Like our father, our father used to use analysis, you understand? analysis stories to explain certain things to us. That's the way Jesus Christ used to teach people. So the Bible says he spoke parables. And then one of the parables he spoke about was the parable of the sower. Hallelujah. The parable of what? The sower. We all know the story of the parable, so it's not true. Now, after that, he spoke another parable. Okay? In verse number, go down to verse number, uh, what verse is that? The people gathered, the Bible said the people gathered, it's not true. And then after that, he told the people to go. He told the people to go. He spoke another parable in 24. I said, and he spoke another parable put forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed seed in a good seed in his field. Now, the many things that Jesus talked about. Now, this, this is the message. Be careful. Listen attentively. Everybody listen attentively. Because now he's switching from the stories into the spiritual realms. So he said that the kingdom of heaven, heaven. Not the kingdom of earth, kingdom of heaven. The heavens has this similarity. And what is the similarity? He said, it's like a man who took seed. He planted on his field, a good seed. Okay? The last one, right there. Say, and then the next verse. But while man slept, okay, his enemy also came to sow. His enemy also came to sow seed. Test. Now, he sowed seed of good seed, but test is a wrong one. But it appears and looks like. Watch it carefully. This is just Christ speaking. Okay? He saw thirst among the wheat and went away. A thief always comes and run away. Can you see that? They don't stay there. They do bad things and they run away. Gossips. They speak and they run away. People who are gossips. And you tell, don't tell anybody. Anytime you meet someone like that, know that you have met the devil. Devil. Do you know that? Immediately he finished and he ran away. Don't tell anybody. He's a devil. Watch it. When you meet somebody like that, hey, you are a devil. I didn't know you were a devil. Even though you are in church. Why? Because Bible says he put it there. He see, he saw a man at this and then he ran away. From today, may you identify the devil in your life. When the person come and tell us, look, this one you told me, I'm going to ask the person. Okay? I'm going to ask the person. Yeah, please, say, stand here. Okay, I'm going to call him. Stand here. Let me call him. You see, you see that he's shaking. He tells you that it's the devil. Immediately, he starts denying. He says, this is the devil. I'm, I'm speaking to you because as a church, even in this church, you will meet demons here, devils. You may think that he's a Christian. He's not. And he can be a Christian today, but tomorrow he can be used by the devil because Peter was used by the devil. Just immediately Jesus Christ told him that Peter, you are going to become great. So we switch it. Spiritual, we switch. That's why you have to be always spiritually sensitive. So the Bible said that he saw this and ran away. Then I said, quickly, and time. Okay? But when the blood was sprung up and the broad fruit and appeared also, there appeared also the test. So Hest, the servant of the house master, came and said unto the master, Sir, did you not sow good seed? In this field, from whence a heap of the fear at the bony is Ephra. You have to know that everywhere there is good, there is also bad. Everywhere. Your husband can be good and at the same time can be bad. That's why I have to learn how to separate the good of, out of him. Don't mix it. If you mix it, you cannot enjoy your marriage. Separate the good. Say, okay. 
even though he's bad this year, he's also good this year. Let me hammer on his good so that he can do more good. When your wife has bad and good, you're not married to an angel. You must know the test of her. <laughs> you must know the wheat of her. Hallelujah. So, should we spoil it? Remove it? And then verse 20, he said, he said unto them, an enemy has done this. The servant said unto them, will die. It is, it, do you want us to go and gather and remove it? Verse 29, watch. Jesus Christ said unto them, no. No. A pastor, this is a bad person in the church. What do we do? Should we sacrifice them? No. No. We don't serve people by heart. No. We don't reject people by heart. No. He's a bad person. He said, no. Listen, I'm, I'm preaching. Jesus, I'm reading the, the words of Christ to you. He said, no. Why? Lest, whilst you gather up the test, you can make a mistake to root up. You see, you can do something that will cause a good person to be removed from his position. That's why some of you are gossips in church. Be careful. Because once you are gossiping about somebody, what you don't know that you are rooting up a good seed. What to Nephias already know? Root up. In trying to solve a certain problem. That's why when you have a challenge, in trying there's anything in the church, report to the senior pastor. Report to the senior pastor. You see, they thought they went to Jesus Christ. They didn't go to Peter. Charlie, I think I think we go, we go, we go this way. And when we finish, we go, go to tell my master we saw the thing. By the time you know you have uprooted some of the good things. So anybody who is in this church, if you don't understand anything, I am the one you have to report to. I am the one. I can I can I can explain things better than you ever know. Or the person you think you are going to report to. It's not my wife. It's not Reverend Jesha. They are my assistant, but they are not me. Please learn it. Listen carefully. When they have a problem in your office, you report to the senior head of the highest authority. It's not that your colleague. You don't complain to your colleague. Your colleague don't solve problems in the office. It's the boss. Are you here of God? Children, if you have a problem, you don't discuss the problem with your, your mother. Discuss with your father. When you discuss with your mother, your mother has a way to make it the, the, the things some way. Before the case comes to your father, it is spoiled. Am I preaching somebody over here? Yeah. Hallelujah. God in his wisdom has put authorities and lines of responsibility. Should we go and destroy it? This is a natural person who feel like normal good brother who feel like, oh, I can sort it out. So let's go and destroy it. But when they reported the master, master said, no, don't do that. In the kingdom, we don't do things by heart. You need the master's advice. The master's counsel. The leader's counsel. It is very, very important. Otherwise, sometimes you may think that you are even doing something for me. Before you know, you have offended me. Yeah. You may be thinking that you are solving a certain problem on my behalf, without my knowledge. And you have taken a certain decision before you know, Bible says you have uprooted the good ones. Because there are people that may appear to you as bad, but they have a certain good that you don't know. But I know the good in them. Be careful. The kingdom of heaven is like, we are talking spiritual things. Your business, you can handle your things by the way, but when it comes to the church, with a spiritual thing, it's a different way to handle issues. I must put somebody over here. If there's any issue you don't understand, I'm always here to answer it. Don't listen to advice of people who are who is not the who is not the senior pastor. Am I saying something to the church? I'm saying you see we may never I'm, the title of our message. I haven't forgotten my message title. The title of my message is uh, always think, constantly think about a day of accountability. Because see, Bible says everything you do, you will give account. Everything you say, you will give account. So you may be thinking that you are doing good. So in your mind, it is good. But what do you know that you have unknowingly uprooted good things out of bad? And it will go against you. Because you didn't know that it was wrong. Or you didn't know it. Didn't know. That is why you need the highest level of authority to decide what to do. They ask him, Jesus, what should we do? You always have to ask, what should I do? Don't take a certain that will offend the person up there. So Jesus said, no. Let them grow together. Bring that scripture. But he said unto them, 
let both grow together until the harvest. Until what? The harvest. Because along the way, things may change. So don't destroy things. Things have a way to sort itself up. That is why wait until what? The harvest. Okay? And in the time of harvest, I, w- I will say, I, see, Jesus Christ said, I will say, I'm the authority out there. The reapers gather ye together first the chest and bind them in bundles. Hey. To what? Bundles Bundles to do what? And burn them. Now watch this. Jesus said that allow the tests and the wheat to grow together. This is one of the deceptions the devil has tried to do to the world today. There are good people, there are good Christians, and there are bad Christians in the same church. In the same house, there are good children and there are bad children. In the same office, there are good workers and there are bad workers. Because anywhere the devil sees Christ has done something, he goes there and do the similar thing, which looks like, but they are not the same. So, Jesus said, you allow them to go. Okay? Gather them together and burn them. But gather the wheat to the barn and then what do you call it? Do what? The ban. And uh, are you there? And do what? Bend them. Okay? Bend them. By the way, that 31. What happened? No, so move to 36. That's what I'm going to move to 36. Oh, 34. 34, what is there? 34. All these are spoken to the parables. I will have parables speaking of the next verse. What is it? 13. Where are we? Hallelujah. That's 36. Okay. 36. Move to 36. Then Jesus sent the multitude away. Watch it. I would say, Great more people came to a whole lot of people came to church. He preached a very powerful message. And then when he finished, everybody left. Like you will leave immediately and say, Morning, it's 12 30. Many of you will leave. It's not true. But Bible said that. When he went to the house and his disciples came to him and saying, Master, declare unto us the parable. Are you watching? Remember the earlier said he told them many stories. He told them many things. But none of them was as important to the disciples as this particular story. So that, and the disciples said, Master, declare unto us the parable, the parable, the test of the field. The one that you talk about, the field and the, that one, we didn't get that message clear. We want to, even though you taught us many things, I, I can teach you a lot of things, but there's a particular message that is important to you and for your destiny. Then you need to identify that this message, I, you, I need a further clarification, a further explanation. Can you declare to this particular story that you told about? What is it about? What is it about? Immediately, Jesus Christ saw that these people are interested in spiritual things. Because like I can tell many church members, they are not interested in spiritual things at all. They are interested that they came to church. That's all. They are happy. In their conscience, oh my bad, sorry, everything is okay, so that's it. But I can tell that's not it. That's not it. So that they came to that, that particular topic that you taught, the teaching that you taught, can you give further explanation about it? That is only when he went home and the disciples who were close to him came. The rest are gone. That is why many of you your spiritual level is very low because there are a lot of things you can't understand because immediately after church service, even not after church service, oh, we don't have time to wait and ask for even further explanations of your teachings. You are in a rush to leave church. 
You cannot become great in the ministry, in the kingdom when you are old. Sundays are for, is for God. Sundays. Every Sunday, just make up. And when you are coming to church, you are coming to the presence of God. Any day, any time, you are ready to go. Don't be in a right. Because see, the many people who are in a right, they left. But when these people came to the master, they come to the prioritize. Now listen to what Jesus Christ said. Verse 37. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. 37. And he answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son And he says, play the one about it. The field is what? The world. So what Jesus says, in this world that we live in, there are plantains of God and there are plantains of Satan. Your very closest friend you are sitting with could be a plantain of Satan, which may not be a child of God. Depend on two and ten can be. But down for now, when they share wall to wall, he can be a Christian and you may not be a Christian. It's not, I'm sorry, I will go. Watch. Say, the world, that's the field. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. The good ones are what? The children of the kingdom. Are you part of the children of the kingdom or you are part of the kingdom of Satan? And then, but the stars are the children of the wicked one. This is the risk that we are living on this earth now. Paul Peter, that in Jesus, in this world, there are children of God and there are children of Satan. How do you separate them? We don't know. We don't use face. We don't use face. We don't use dress. We don't use what car you are driving. We don't use what, what house you live in. We don't know. Only Bible says God knows those who are His. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about a day of accountability. A day of accountability. There are many people who come to church, but they are under the ground, wicked, wicked things. Let the night start darkening small. They swish. Like witches into something different. But Sunday morning, they polish. They are in church. Jesus said that there are two people who are living on this earth the children of the kingdom and the children of Satan. I'm the person who has you know, who are you? I don't know. Are you? Are you? One, which, which one of you are you? Because I, I'm afraid now. Now I'm getting afraid. Which one is you? Are you now? Careful now. Uh, you are Satan's brother, child. I can't stay with you. I'm afraid of you because you can easily influence me. Are you there? Let's start now quickly. The enemies that sold them is what the devil. Huh? Now listen, and the harvest is what? The end of the world. Aha. We can all do business together. We all go to church together. We are all lighthouse members together. We are all choristers together. But the end, no. There will be a separation between those who are true lighthouse members and those who have been test, trying to appear that. Can't you see you are green? Me too, I'm green. Can't you see you are brought flowers? I brought flowers. It's true. That is what the devil has used to see a lot of people in this world. Because it's like, oh, sorry. I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, what do you need in church? I mean, be serious. Do business. Do pay back money. I mean, after all that. So, people think that when we say God has blessed with a new car, say, ah, is it a blessing? I mean, I can go to shop and buy my own car. What is the blessing? See, they don't know that the devil also gives his riches. The devil also gives his. So, the thing that Jesus planned, the devil does the same thing. When Moses appeared before Pharaoh 
and he threw his rod, and the rod turned into the snake. Pharaoh said, Ah, but this will not be anything. Hey, guys, come. They threw the thing and they saw the snake there. See, the devil is a very smart guy. This is what he has used to deceive a lot of people. So they don't know why they should go to church because they can't see. They don't know that there's a difference between those who go to church and those who don't go to church. Between Christians and those who are local. There are people who think that's why many Christians operate like unbelievers because their whole life left behind. Because they, they look at the unbelievers and say, but the unbelievers, they are prospering, they are driving their good cars, they are eating good food, they are doing this. What are they doing? Are they not stealing? Me to let me steal from what? Hey. Don't worry. When the day of accountability appears, and, and uh, your friend who are witches and demons and bad boys and disco dancers, they are going to hell. And then you too, you operate, you operate like them that you join them. You see what they will do to you in prison over there. Because they are around, they thought that you were a Christian. And so the Bible said that, Jesus said, the harvest is the end of the world. Now listen, watch it. Many of you are young people, you always think that, oh, you are, you are like a politician. Oh, we are not going yet now. Oh, we can't lose power now. Oh, this opposition, what can they do? Don't worry. On the, I remember, if you watch the last election, the last rallies, see how NDC people talk. And you saw how NDC people talk. But the thing turns like this. They said that all the mouth of these people kept, keep quiet. And you see this. The Bible said that and the end is the world that your end is different from my end. This world, everybody has his time. There is no guarantee that you'll be 80 years. So now that you are 30, you have 50 years more to go. <laughs> you see, you are, like, you are thinking like a politician. Oh, I'm not going yet. No, 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 I'm not going yet. See, that is why they steal money because they know that for the next four years, we still be in power. So let me steal because by the time the opposition will come after the 25 years, 6 years, 10 years now, whatever I have stolen, nobody will know. But you stole the thing in December and then November and then December, you lost power. So the difficulty is how to obliterate the mistakes. This is how the world is. Jesus said that everybody will come to an end and your end is very soon that may, may maybe be sooner than what you are thinking of. And Bible says it's appointed of the man once to die. After that, whether you like it or not, either you attend my funeral or I will attend your funeral as long as we are here. Your end can come any day and when that end comes, the whole world has ceased. You cannot do anything again. So Jesus said, this is the end of the, the harvest. The harvest time. See, when you are alive, you can fool around and think that life is all about sweet. Oh, let me just enjoy. One day, one of my, somebody told my son and, and the father that, look, you, you became born again when you were 50 years. Me, I'm only 25 years. Let me enjoy some more. When I get to your age, I also change. What is the guarantee that you get to that age? What is the guarantee that you get to that age? Your world can come to an end any time. And Jesus said that in the time, that time is the time of harvest. And in that time of harvest, what am I going to do? Say the end. That's the time of harvest. Go, move, move, move. The harvest time is the end of the world. And the reaper. And he says, ask therefore the tares are gathered. And they are burned in the fire. So shall it be in the end. The next verse, 41. The son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather up all of the kingdom, kings and all that offend and all them that do iniquity. That is the day of accountability. It is that day that Jesus Christ will tell you that yes, he said, but I used to come and sing. He said, yes, I know you used to sing. But after quite rehearsal, where, which room were you sleeping? Yes, you used to give offerings and tithes. But how much money did you steal from your office? Yes, you used to read the Bible. How much gossip 
you do gossip about my pastors, my people are appointed them. You see, nobody knows who you are. Only God knows us. As I say, when you are conscious of a day of accountability, and a day of accountability can come sooner than you are expecting. That is why you need to live your life in such a way that in case I am voted out of this world, when I don't, I don't even plan, would I go with a good record or I would go with a bad record? Because when you cross over, the Bible says that there is no change. There is no repentance after death. There is no repentance. This is the day of salvation. So, you need to be conscious that this drinking I'm drinking, in case I die out of this drink, what will be my judgment? That is how a leader thinks. That is how a good person thinks. That this smoking I'm smoking, in case that is the last breath I'm breathing in, how would my, my day of judgment be like? There was a story in the central region. A certain king, one of the local chiefs, on Valentine's Day, he booked a hotel. And he cornered a young girl, fresh, strong, energetic, and he can turn 365 degrees. And then he put the lady in a room. He checked some what, what yafu yafu. And then I don't go bitters. He became solid and strong. Then he centered on this lady. Hum, hum, hum. As she kept, he kept doing. He didn't know that his, he was breathing his last breath away. So before he could say Jack Robinson, all his energy, the lady has run him. 100 meters, 200 meters, 1,000, 5,000 kilometers. The man was an old man. He couldn't run further. So he died there. Now, assume he's your father. What do you think his day of accountability <laughs> will be like? <laughs> See, he didn't think that this thing I'm going to do is the last time I'm going to live on earth. When you are a thief, you don't know that this is the last time I'm going to steal, and that's the last because you can be killed. Are you here? I've gone home. That is why the title of the message is that constantly think. Because when you know that I can die any moment, you begin to put your life in order. You begin to look for Jesus Christ. You begin to align your life because He is the one who controls eternity. He said, I will gather. And put all those bad people into fire. Don't think that when we say God will put into power, if you are joking, you know, God, he burns people like he burns kebab. You will be like kebab in hell. You, pa, with all your hairstyle and with all your cars and your money and your, all the, your, your buildings, you will see yourself burning. So, oh, if you are conscious of the fact that there is a day of judgment, and no, everything will come to that is be hidden. Everything that is hidden will be exposed. people who come to church and come and steal. Can you believe that? Now, no, yeah, yeah. Your friend is saying, Chris, Chris, Master, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember for winning, yeah, 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 presentation. presentation. no back. Can you believe? Isaac. Where is Isaac? Can you believe? Just Only one got resource. we back. And you see, people see the reason why people come is that they are not conscious that one day. This thing will be a video before you, between, between you and Jesus Christ. And you ask it all this thing that you did, what do you think you qualify to say? Heaven or hell? 
This is why many Christians are, see, the country is ruled by Christians. It's only one, once a while then the Muslims will come and join us. But you ask us, how is the country so sunk into corruption, so sunk into wickedness, so sunk into Christians, people who call Christians as their thieves. Thieves of the highest degree. They have arrested and put a apprentice, a uh, uh, president. Uh, I'm Robert now, you know, a popular now. I tell you, in prison. Many politicians are more than I tell you. But, but you go to church on Sunday, right now, go and see them. They are sitting in front of the church. Elders. Elders. Dickens. It's, it's amazing. But you see, I thank God that this message was not preached by anybody. Jesus said, this is how the end. Listen, I'm, I'm speaking to you. This is how the end will be. This is how the end will be. This is how the world is going to be. The world is, the, 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 the field is the world. And there are people who are of Satan and the people who are, they think they are Christians. The people think that, oh, I know the pastor. The pastor is my friend. You see, I give tithes. I pay offering. I'm the one who is sponsoring this for the pastor. Let me listen, gentlemen. Jesus Christ is speaking to you. He is the owner of this world. He said, this is the way we operated it. Immediately the time comes. The time comes. There is nothing that you can change the story. I am the one who created this world. And I'm explaining how this world will be like. The day of your end comes. And then what you are going to do. I'm going to gather all the bad people that were on this earth. I'll burn them like fire. And you are going to be one of the who if you don't change your life, you don't change your attitude, you don't stop the hidden things you have been doing and you are covering up, you are a Satan's planter. And Jesus knows you. That day, you will appear before him and you see that all that you have been doing underground, hidden, think nobody's eyes see you. You can't hide from God. When David killed the, the, the guy, what is the name? Uriah. God sent an, a, a prophet to go and tell him that I've seen that he has killed somebody. Everything we do is clear in the sight of God. And when you begin to think of day of judgment, you can't mess up your life. Because the Bible says, I'm concluding. First, second Corinthians, I'm taking this scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Second Corinthians 5, verse 10. It says that for we must all, tell about tell about all of us. No separation, all of us. We must all appear before the judgment seats. Judgment seats. There is a day of judgment. There's a day of accountability. There's a day everything you came to do on the, you will account for it one by one, one by one. Hey. Say that they, we shall all appear before the judgment seats of Christ. And that everyone, not my wife or my husband or my no 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 no. You know this guy, what's the name? Uh uh, I want to watch you to one million. Why only? For this kind of seven years, eight years. Ago. Every day when we go to court, the lawyers will go and bring a little guy case near a post Look, heaven, there is no lawyer there. It is between you and your judge. Between you and your judge. Nobody is come to contend for you. On earth, you can have lawyers who can use legal jargons to to stifle and to and to and to slow down the wheels of justice but heaven we shall all appear before the judgment seat of christ and everyone who is going to give account doris your account and my account the good things you did the wicked things you did and you draw the balance and said that your wickedness and your blessing is polluted so to hell to hell and that everyone may receive the thing done in his body your hand that you stole, pitch and every touch your cap, your mouth. Every wicked thing you use your body to do. And then everyone done according to that he has done, whether it be good or it be bad. I like this last scripture. I close it with it. First Peter chapter 1 verse 17. This time around, Peter is the one speaking. Not Jesus Christ. Peter is Jesus Christ's assistant. He says that for, and if if somebody say if say if if 
we call on the Father who without respect of person, underline it, nyankupon, epa atemua, onibu ma ubiya. We are bishop, we are pope, we are doctor, we are lawyer, we are accountant, we are president, we are houseboy, we are housewife, we are dear. God has no respect of who you are when it comes to judgments. So Peter is saying that if we call on this father, he's the one that we are serving. He's the one that you are serving with me in this church. So if we call on the father, who without respect of person judges according to every man's work. No judge, no lawyer, no attorney, nothing. In between what you have done and what he's done. And he has no respect. So, Papa, you got to know that. When I, I read about Moses, I become afraid of God. Moses, I don't know you remember. Mr. Sanchez, Moses, one day God said that Moses, go and speak to stones. That water will come, and people will know that I am God because even when I speak, water can come. I want to blow my horns more, my people. Then Moses is there before. He went to take the rod and the stroke. Water come and let the people drink. The water started coming. God is a gentleman. He told Moses, Moses, I told you to go and speak to the stone. He said, Yes. What did you say? I said, Because of what you have done. The place I'm taking them, you to, you will not go there. He has no respect of persons. If Moses, if Moses, he could deny him entrance to the promised land. What have you done to God that is so much that God said that you, he can consider you? What, what have you done to God? Moses, he, 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 he led three million people out of Egypt. He walked through Red Sea. He walked through wilderness. He brought food for the people to eat. God, one day, one Mariam spoke against God. Uh, Moses told her, were you not afraid even to speak to my servant Moses? Somebody I can talk to mouth to mouth. You are not afraid. He made them lepers for speaking against Moses. But when the same Moses sinned against God, you can say about God, this is a small thing. That is what, what, what made God a serious person to fear. Because he said that, because God, that's the nature of God. You cannot know whether this small thing you did, it will please or not to displease him. That is what I said. Walk in this world with fear. When you see a young girl trying to attract you with her breast, say, hey sister, I'm afraid, please, you take your turn. Let me go because I don't know what if I do this, what this one will do against me. I am ready to allow this person to judge me righteously than you to have pleasure. That is why I say, when you are conscious of your judgments, you be careful the way you behave towards sin. You be careful. Because you know, you can take that 10,000 cities. But when you know that the judgment is fire, everlasting fire, that this money will take you into. If the Gehazi knew that the little dress he was taking from your friend, he said, Naaman could lead his whole family into leprosy. He would have said, So Paul Peter is saying, if we call on the Father, who without respect of person judges everybody according to your work, then you need to pass this time of your sojourning. That means I want to assess you. And then I do it with what? Fear. Trembling. Because we know that this thing one day it will be used against you. When the, 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 the policeman come and catch you, he said that you either speak because whatever you say will be used against you. So either you choose to speak or you choose not to speak. It's your choice. But whatever you do, it will be used against you. So Paul, Peter said that if it is this kind of God who has no respect of Moses, Peter, <laughs> Moses, oh, he has no respect for Moses. His own son, he said, go and die. He said, ah, daddy, you want me to go and die? He said, I said, go and die. Would you do my will or do your will? He said, okay, your will. That's what I keep. That is what made Jesus Christ a great person. Even though he knew that what he was doing was painful to him, he did his father's will. But not everybody can do it. Even that. So God has no respect of Peter. That's what I said. For God so loved you that he has decided to give you his son. But if only you can say, I believe in Jesus Christ. All this punishment will not come upon you. 
in sin only for you. A little drink, a little fornication, a little abortion, a little stealing, a little gossip will take all the good things that you have done. Ezekiel said that if a man is wicked, ah, and one day he changes, I will consider his good and forget about his past. But if somebody does a good one, and then the last day he does something bad, I will use the bad one against him. God, I beg you, my brother, I beg you, my sister, don't allow little things, sometimes little bitterness of your spirit. Abophobia, what they show me, overdo heavy, I can't say bad job, heavy gate, oh, run me, you, sorry, oh, I'll come on, Obi, your bono, they show me, one, I do, I bet you, I say, yeah, in fact, that you will soon grab heaven, it is, for doing all more, more, it will not be painful, that after you have served God, a little unforgiveness in your heart has turned all your good into bad. I pray for you, my brother. I pray for myself to be conscious always. There is a day of accountability. And when you meet Jesus, may he hold your hand and say, well done. Good the little that you had, you obeyed. Even though you obeyed against your emotions and your feelings, but you did it. Enter now into everlasting joy. But it may not be said that, but all that you have done because of this little thing, you can no more enter him. I pray for you and I pray for myself that the judgment should guide you in the way you behave, the way you relate to people. No problem. Grow together with us. We are preaching the message. You better accept it or reject it. But the day of accountability will come. And the pastor, the pastor, the message that you didn't lose, the day that you didn't do, God will use it against you. That you didn't forgive. You didn't obliterate the negative tendency in you. You allow this thing to carry you, carry you, carry you, till the day you ended your time on this earth. Sorry, what is left now for you is heaven, hell, for you. I pray that from today, as a child of God, you'll be conscious of your accountability that you have with Jesus Christ. That when you appear before him, he cannot have anything against you. The blood is always flowing. It's ready to wash away your sins. All that you have done for the past. But if you continue to do, Paul said that the grace can no more be applied. I believe that from today, you'll begin to think that if your day of accountability comes, you are ready to appear before him. Pure, sanctified, clean. That there is nothing that can be used against you and against myself. So that together, we can enjoy in heaven with Jesus Christ forever. It shouldn't be that as together we are here, it will end that when we get to the gate of heaven, then someone will pass left and your fellow brother will pass right. That shall not be your story. That you will end up in hellfire. You will not be joined among those who will be burned in fire. After you have been here. If you have come to know Christ. Walk in him. Be faithful to him. Don't be. Paul said, don't be like uh, Esau. Who for a morsel of bread. You sold your virginity. You have kept your virginity all this while sister. Continue to keep it. Even if you don't have a husband appear before God still a virgin for the cause of a day of judgment. Instead of saying that, I am tired of it, let me just go and you remember the story of the wise five of the ten white virgins, five were fools because they, had, they, they waited and waited. at the time when the, the, the bridegroom was about to come, that was the time they left their place. I pray for you and myself that the judgment of God always guide you. That walk, talk, do everything you do according to the grace that God has given to you. Don't allow anything to take you from the presence of God. Don't allow anybody to move you from the church. Don't allow anybody to take you from the, as a plant of God and pollute you. But be careful the person who's around you because he can be a tear planted by the devil to destroy your life. But from today, may the blood save you and establish you in Jesus' name. Amen. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Lift up your voice and begin to praise the Lord. I pray for grace. I pray for grace.
Lord, have mercy upon me. Lift up your two hands and say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. For if you are the kind of God that I'm serving, who has no respect of persons, no respect, how much money you have, how many cars you are driving, what secondary school you went, Wesley Gas, or I'm not, you want to say Louis or whatever, it doesn't matter. God has no respect when it comes to judgment. The lift up your hands and say, Lord, I am just a, that's something. I'm just, I'm just nothing in your sight. If today ends my life, if today the end of the world comes to me today, Lord, can I appear to you? Oh, Lord, in judgment or appear to be due in recommendation. Lord, have mercy upon me. Everybody close your eyes and pray. Pray for yourself first because see, until you pray for yourself, you save yourself, you cannot save other people. God is counting us to show people that they, we are, we are, in this world we are living, it's a field and they are plantings of either Jesus or plantings of God, of, of the Satan. Pray that you will not be a planting of Satan. Pray that if today, even if you are a planting of Satan from today, you are ready to be changed to the child of God, to the child of the kingdom, to the child of the kingdom. You will not join the people who will be burnt in fire. But you join the people who enjoy forever because you have been in church. We are preaching the gospel, the good news that is able to make you a great person in the sight of God. That is more important than what the world will say about you. Pray, everybody, the Lord, have mercy upon me and make me a man who is always conscious, always thinking about my end, my end. How would my end be? How would the day be? On the day of my funeral, what do people say about me? What did I do for you? What did I say to for you, Lord? What did I use my energy? my money, my time, my strength. What did I use it for you for? Lord, help me to use my time, my energy, my youthfulness. Lord, let something good come out of me in your kingdom. Let me do something for you. Everybody pray. Lift up and say, Lord, use me. Use me. Please change me and make me a vessel. I want to do something for you. I cannot use my strength, my beauty, my glory, my money, my education, my intelligence. I want to use it to do something for you. For everybody will give account. I don't to use it to give account, a good account of myself in your sight. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. Oh, that you have spoken to us. May our ears be open to hear. May we hear you with understanding. Hallelujah. Every head bow and every eye closed. Listen. Jesus said it clear. He said, on this earth, there are two plantings. The children of God and children of the devil. Maybe you are still a child of the devil. God said that he can transform you through the blood. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, say, Pastor, I didn't know. But now I know. And I don't want to be a child of Satan. Because as we are all growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and growing, the day of harvest will come. And it is after harvest, I can no more change. I don't want to end my life without knowing you. And I don't know when I'm going. And that is what today I want to give my life to you. Every head bow, every eye close. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Don't be ashamed. It's a choice God is giving to you. Do you want to remain in as a child of Satan and die and go to hell or you want to change the choices every head by every eye close lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you you want to give your life to Jesus Christ everywhere you are can you lift up your right hand right hand up I want to see your right hand up if you can see my hand your right hand up lift it up lift it up lift it up pray believe God for a change believe God for a change lift it up lift it up thank you Jesus now everybody put your hand in your heart and say Lord Jesus I may have done many things bad. Hidden evil. Iniquity in my heart. For, unforgiveness. Bitterness. Gossip. Lust. Fornication. Adultery. Abortion. Uh, any evil thing that I've done with my life. Jesus. This morning. I pray for forgiveness. Please restore me to the nature of a child of Christ. I don't want to die. I don't want to end this world still in sin against you. 
For I know if I die in my sin, I will be bundled and be sent to be bent in hell fire. And I don't want to die in hell fire, Lord. So today, I surrender my life to you. Jesus, have mercy upon me. Give me your spirit. Spirit of forgiveness. Spirit of holiness. Spirit of truth. The spirit of lies be cast out of my life. Lies, lies, lies. I don't want any lie to be in my life. Give me the spirit of truth. And help me to walk in righteousness. For your name's sake. Cause me to remember and to be conscious always of my day of judgment and to put my heart in right perspective in line with thy word. Say, Holy Spirit, I surrender to you. Renew me day after day with the word of God. Now I will know how to walk on the path of righteousness. Thank you for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.